You're listening to the Casual Swinger Podcast. As your host, we need to warn you that the material you're about to hear may be sexual or explicit in nature. This podcast is intended for an adult audience. Now, we don't expect you to act like adults. What's the fun in that? We're a married couple living in Florida with over 13 years of experience in the lifestyle, and we take almost nothing seriously. Casual Swinger is a variety show, meaning we'll cover everything from music to events, travel, and even the occasional hilarious screw-up. Our show is about entertainment. We're not licensed professionals. Not anything. And our stories, commentary, and guidance should not be confused with the opinions of a licensed professional. Now that you know, let's take those pants off and get comfy. Welcome back to Casual Swinger. I am Mallory. Once again, I am Mickey. Hi, Mickey. Uh, missed you. Oh, yeah, right. That's like we haven't done this in a while. Like three times in the last three days. Yeah, yeah. Guess we had some technical one. snafus over here and things crashed, so that was not awesome. No, we're getting our sea legs back. Yeah, well, we are on that like once a month rotation right now just with the holidays and stuff. It's been kind of crazy, but these guys are going to be happy. If you like Casual Swinger, there's going to be a lot of new shows coming out in the next couple of weeks. Woo! I'm yeah. excited. I mean, we already recorded them. We might as well release them. <laughs> yeah, we've been sitting on some content here. Yeah, I think it's good stuff, though. I think it's going to be a good time. But today, today is the 14th episode of Season 3, and it is Slut Actualization. Hmm, I'm so excited for this one. I'm a little nervous. It's all about you, so you should A little bit, a little bit. I think we're going to get into the dark, freaky corners of my mind. Yeah, yeah. so if you guys have been waiting for a episode about sex... From us, this is probably it. But why don't you tell everybody <laughs> what sex actual or what is it? Slut actualization actually yes. is. So I we've been having some conversations, and I've been digging into some fantasies, and I've decided I want to do a porn. Which Sweet. Is, I know it's so it's so uh, not out of character for me, but it's definitely different. Are we gonna make money? And well, I I don't think it's gonna be what everyone else deems as porn i don't even know but we'll get in we'll get into the details but i definitely i'm i'm interested in this could be executable for us like it could actually happen okay well we're gonna get into mallory's journey of (laughs) slut actualization here in a few but before we do that uh let's talk about kind of you know why haven't we recorded what's been going on and then we have a breaking news item we need to get into as well okay yeah but uh you know at least from my perspective i know we've been kind of slow yeah, for I mean, sure. And I feel like we've let some of our listeners down, but well, it's I mean, been hard. I, I feel like when you get on and you just talk just to talk, you're kind of doing them a disservice as well. And with parties being frowned upon, I mean, we had our friends party in L.A. that got busted. Yep, yep. Riot gear, the whole nine. Everyone yeah. was given citations. Yeah. Yeah, so there's 100 people at a party and 90 cops show up in riot gear and everybody in the party's wearing masks. And they're yes. like, oh, well, you're all still arrested anyway. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Like, what, what happened with that one in Brazil you were telling me about? Oh, the one where the cop got, uh, they mistook him for a stripper? <laughs> yeah. So I that still, happened. That would be me. I'd be the dumbass at the party asking where his boom box is and letting him know I have a lot of ones, so get to it. Yeah, get to it, big boy. <laughs> Whip out that nightstick. But, yeah, I, I mean... There, I think it's just kind of been a bad time to talk just to talk. And I mean, people are starting to get their sexy back. We're looking on Twitter and whatnot and seeing a a lot more people starting to feel sexy. But and then, you know, I guess the other thing, which is a fairly recent development, is is all the stuff going on politically right now. Some people are social media is really polarizing. So people are kind of pulling back from that a little bit and going, I don't even want to look. Yeah, (laughs) it's a shit show. That's fair. 
So I, I just think that that's all been good reasons to just kind of take a chill pill. We haven't really been doing much. And, you know, that's where some of these fantasies come from. These conversations come from is saying, hey, we're locked in a box. What can we do with each other while we're in a box? What would be cool? Yeah. And that's kind of where the genesis or for the idea for this episode came from. So I kind of think people are going to like it. Uh, you know, we had our uh, February trip for the Rascals coming up and then some big news came out. That's true. So there's been some chatter and information going around about the CDC guidelines um, that when were they released the 15th, 13th of this month. Yeah. just So January 13th, January 14th, the new uh, guidelines came out and, you know, we're recording now on the 18th of uh, January and nothing's really changed. It's it's all, and we're going to put it in the show notes for you. There's a fairly significant document, so it's yeah. there's a lot to it. And it has to do. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, if I'm wrong with international travel, and the biggest change is people that are coming back into or traveling into the United States. Well, yeah. So it's always been the case. And just speaking specifically about Jamaica, because that's kind of our jam. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you always had to have a PCR test within ten days to get into Jamaica, but now you need a test within three days to get out. Okay, so you have to test negative. Yes. Okay, before you come back to the United States. Yeah, which is, I mean, it's crazy. Uh, I can imagine a lot of these resorts and places are, are trying to pivot as fast as as humanly possible, right, in order to provide or at least give access or, or information to guests that are planning to return back to the United States. Yeah, pretty much all the major resorts in Jamaica, so Sandals, Royalton, Hedonism, have all come out and said that they're going to give the tests for free since rapid tests are okay. Yeah, and this is going to be presented to the airlines, correct? Yes, right at the gate. So you have to show them your test. It has to be within three days, and it has to be negative. Uh, If it's not negative, then you have to quarantine for 14 days on the island. Yeah, and you can't leave until you test negative. Yeah, so it's kind of terrifying. Yeah, I mean, and and it's kind of that gray area, right? Because, you know, everyone's still gathering more information. So, like, if I do test positive, where am I quarantined and what is it going to cost me? And what if I get worse? Yeah, and we don't actually have an answer on that right now because uh, the resort came out with a statement. And in in the statement, they said that accommodations will be provided, but they didn't say they'll be provided for free. Yeah. Uh, so Desire went one step further and actually said how much those accommodations are going to cost. It's $125 per person per night, so $250 a night for two weeks if you get stuck at Desire. Ouch. Yeah, kind of owie. Yeah. Right? So, but Hito hasn't said anything yet. Uh, the way that they worded it, it certainly looks like it's going to be at no cost, but we're still trying to get confirmation yeah. from the Yeah, government. yeah, I wouldn't, like, put all my money on that. And, I wouldn't either. You know, it's hard to say, right, because it's not in writing. Well, and, you know, it's easy to say if it's one person or two people, right, or one couple or two couples. Uh, it's a lot harder to say if 30 couples get it at That's the same true. time. Then all of a sudden the resort is closed for two weeks and providing services for free yeah that i just i don't know i don't know how feasible that is or which is why we're trying to get confirmation yeah and you had mentioned that there was uh an exemption in that write-up oh yeah so so completely forgot about that so the exemption basically is if you have had covid and you've recovered from covid in the last 60 days and you have a letter from your doctor on their letterhead that says that you have you're good to go that'll get you back into the country okay so that's good for re-entry so say you're a u.s citizen you leave and you have this letter and you can come back to so it exempts you from testing yeah well for the return trip but not for your trip to jamaica you right, still need your test to get in okay jamaica. so okay i got it now so you still need your negative test to get in which is the pcr to get out that letter on the official letterhead from you know a physician 
Yes, it's got to be from your doctor, okay. and it's got to be a legit doctor. It can't be Dr. Kevorkian. And, <laughs> oh, you know, my God, I haven't heard that name in forever. Right, yeah, I just made myself look old. I was going to say. Uh, yeah, so ourselves. it's got to be a legit doctor, legit letterhead, and... Uh, interestingly enough, immunizations don't count. Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, we're starting to see the the vaccine roll out, and we know people that you know have have gotten it, and it, it's really not going to give them, as far as we know right now. Oh no, I mean, well, they yeah. can pretty much believe at least that they're not going to get stuck, right? If they have the immunization, at least they know they're going to go down there and they're not going to test test positive and get stuck, unless they get a false negative, because rapids are notorious for false negatives and false positives. Rapids are wrong like 60% of the time. So that would make me concerned regardless of whether I had a... That's fair. That's fair. So that leads us to the next bit with all this new developing guidelines. What are we doing in February? We're not going, Uh, which I hate to tell, you know, our friends with the rascals and our friends at the resort. Uh, The fact of the matter is we can't afford to get stuck in Jamaica for two weeks. We've got kids or kid... He's yeah. a pretty actually. He takes good care of us. He's, he's he really, really nice does. I was around. gonna say he's probably the most responsible human in this house. But at the same yeah. time, like it's just we can't do that. And with our jobs too, a lot has changed um, in our vanilla day to day lives, and that's also evolving. And it's just a huge risk right now. And as much as I want to be there in my favorite place on earth, it doesn't make sense. No, it really just doesn't. Can't. It just it's too much of a risk right now to to get stuck and not be able to get back here. Uh, it's even working from home. So, uh, we're out, which means November is the next trip up. If you guys are interested in traveling with us, make sure you go to our website at www.casualswinger.com and go to travel with us. You can fill out your information right there and we will get back to you with information on the trip, including a link where you can book your very own trip to come with us and our friends, Rachel's Rascals to eat us in two in Jamaica. And I do love the February trip. I think it's going to be the biggest one on record. Uh, November, you mean? Yeah, that's what I said. You said February. I did? <laughs> that's okay. Mm, more coffee, please. More coffee. Yeah, so yeah, that's the plan. Uh, we're going to be there in November. Make sure you come out with us. I think that trip's going to be balls to the wall. Crazy. Probably yeah. 150, 200 rooms somewhere Damn. In there. Yeah, it's going to be nuts. All right, we're going to blow the roof off that place. Yeah, it's going to be a good party. But I hey, can't wait. enough with the bummer shit. Let's talk about what's great. <gasps> so many great things. Right. So um, I started to tell you this, so I'll just rewind and... and Say it again. I am so fucking impressed and proud of all the work you've done with uh, garnering new relationships for really exceptional products that we're carrying now. You've been busting your ass. It's and been I'm a bunch. <laughs> super, super proud. But what we've what you've curated, though. It is just amazing. Can we kind of run through like some of the changes that have been made yeah, like, to I mean, the website anybody, and that, the products? And anybody that hasn't been on Casual Toys lately, we've definitely made some changes. We've made some changes to the site, how it functions. We have a new feature coming that you won't see just yet, but I'm almost done with it, which is a sort and search filter. <gasps> Hallelujah. So, yeah, you bring up, you know, lingerie and I've got 9,000 items on there. Well, now you can sort by color, sort by size, sort by type. And really Woot. just kind of isolate that down very much like Amazon. Yeah, user friendly. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, and that has been a lot of work to build, but I'm really liking how that's coming out. It'll be an evolving thing. Too. I am, and we've also been talking a lot about the unique condoms. Oh I yeah, I know it's like it's like shameless self promotion here, but we're we're getting a, amazing feedback. Yes, from people that are buying them. Yeah, actually, the feedback from everybody that's been buying these condoms is where they've been all my life. It changed the lifestyle for me. This is the best condom I've ever seen. I've only had two people say they hate it. Jay from Average Swingers was one of them. 
Uh, and the only reason they hate it is because they felt like it wasn't there. They felt like it broke or it fell off. Yeah. They were like, oh my God, there's no condom because it felt so good. They couldn't believe that there was a condom there. Yeah. It's a game changer for sure. So Dave from Double Date Nation said, these are the condoms of the lifestyle. Ooh, I like that. And I was They like, should be. Huh. That's pretty cool. For, I mean, for me on the other side now, granted, you know, the dude's the one wearing the condom, but- I'm very hyper aware of latex, the smell, the texture, and it it felt way better for me. Yeah, and you can yeah. use any lube with them. You can use coconut oil. You can use whatever you want. It won't yeah, break it them does, down. Exactly. So they're just they're they're fucking awesome. I don't know how to put it. I know they're expensive. You know, I've had a couple of people come back and go, "Yeah, they're a lot more expensive than skin." Yes, they are, but they are a lot better. A uh, few people that were skin lifers have thrown away their skins <laughs> and <laughs> have bought these. So I'm pretty excited about them. You know, another one I'm really excited about, and, and this one is, is not for nothing, is Motor Bunny. Ooh, so Motor Bunny, if you guys don't know what that is, it's a, um, it's like a, it's a, it's a rideable toy. Mm-hmm. I have one. I absolutely love mine. Um, and we were able to establish uh, a relationship with those guys, and now we're their only e-commerce. Yeah, we're, yeah. The, we're the only guy. We're the only guys without a brick and mortar in the yeah. United States. Yeah, I'm really excited. Have a relationship with Motor Bunny. So really exciting. We carry the Motor Bunny Link, which is the Bluetooth enabled ride-on toy. We do not carry the Buck. That's not available in the channel. Uh, so if you want the buck, which is the thrusting version of the Motor Bunny. Okay. means it'll fuck your brains out while you're riding it. Yeah. Uh, that one you got to get direct from Motor Bunny. Yeah, but this Carry one, the attachments. And yeah, and this one still has the, the different rods for the spinner function, for mm-hmm. the insertable. Um, it has the, um, what are they called, the levels? where you what about Riser. Them? Riser, thank you. Um, where you can adjust them for your body type so that they, they touch or, or at least can make contact with, you know, your pelvis. Because everyone's shaped a little differently. Yeah. Like where your clit is. And it so. comes with four attachments, uh, which are great, but they're TPE. TPE is a thermoplastic, uh, uh, thermoplastic elastomer, whatever. I don't know. It's, it, what it is is a type of plastic that is a little less expensive than Body Safe Premium Silicone, mm-hmm. uh, but it's porous. So I usually tell people if you're going to share your motor bunny at any time with anybody else, mm-hmm. make sure you get the pink uh, premium silicone attachments because those are non-porous. You can throw them in the dishwasher and they're good to go. Ah, good info. And I also like it because it's got tie-downs. Yes, it does have (laughs) tie-downs on it. We can tie your ass to it and you can't get off. Well, you can get off, but you can't get off. So the Motor Bunny is absolutely awesome. We carry those. You can check it out on our website. It's right there on the front. You can see that that's when casual means business right on the front of casualtoys.com. And, uh, you know, certainly uh, no slouch and something else that's huge for us and has been huge for the last few months. Our first direct relationship, which I was really thrilled about, was Liberator Bedroom Adventure Gear. Mm, you know how much I love that. Yeah. I mean, Liberator, <laughs> like, and people, I think when we talk about Liberator, they think it's just like wedges and shapes and pillows. No. It's, and they have so much shit. They do. They have the um, the wet blankets. Yes. I forget the name of it. Fascinator. The Fascinator, Yeah. So, yeah. It's so much better than a usual wet blanket for squirters, too, yes. by the way. Because the wet blankets for squirters, they're heavy and they're uh, they, they're plasticky. They feel that way. The Fascinator feels like a regular plush throw blanket. Mm-hmm. And it's designed to absorb not just, you know, squirters, but lube and, and whatever. Comes in travel sizes, queen size, king size. Yeah. It's awesome. And, and who would think that and Liberator makes that? Yeah, and it's easy to wash. Yeah, and then of course they make easy. cuffs and the flip stage and all kinds of fun stuff, chairs. So make sure you check that out. Yeah, and I'm really excited about the corsets. Oh, yeah. Now we have like 3,000 Daisy corsets, which I've been using Daisy corsets for years. 
Mm-hmm. Especially with very like theme nights or even sometime when we're going on a sexy date back when we used to do that. You know, and I'd pair it with like a, a cute pair of jeans mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, and a leather jacket. Well, wow. and it's not just the corsets, right? We do have a buttload of corsets from Daisy, but we also added over a thousand costumes. Yeah. So for people going for theme nights on to Desire or Tahito, yep. there's a lot of costumes there a just ton. waiting for you and it, swimwear. You know, I didn't know Daisy made swimwear. I don't know how I missed that memo, but I do have a few things in our cart. Yeah, hundreds I'm just, I'm just, of bikinis. I'm just warning you now. So we've got all this stuff going on. That is kind of really where we've been spending our time lately is trying to pimp casual toys out to make it easier for you and to give you more choices to make your lifestyle better. Good job, honey. I'm pretty happy about it. But enough of all the housekeeping. Let's talk slut actualization. (gasps) Ooh, are we just going to dive right into it? No, we're going to come back in a minute. But uh, I think when we come back to this, we're going to dig into... Exactly how it is you're going to be a porn star. and Okay. Oh, I'm so nervous. Like. I'm so nervous. But I'm excited. Okay. All right. We can do that. You want to tell everybody how to find us? We'll be back in a hot second. Yeah. So we're Casual Swinger everywhere, guys. Casualswinger.com. If you want to reach out, it's podcast at casualswinger.com. You can find us on social media, which is Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And you are also on the dating sites. That's Double Date Nation, SLS, SDC, Cassidy, and Quiver. Oh, there we go, folks. We'll be back in a hot second. You've been listening to Casual Swinger. All right, everybody, welcome back to Casual Swinger. Still Mickey. Hi, I'm Simone. Excellent news. Mm-hmm. So, how does it feel to be a slut? Okay, I'm really nervous to share this. Um, actually, I love being a slut. Yeah, like it's it's some of the most fun in, in the world for me. And I mean, as of late, we haven't had really much of any opportunity to be to be slutty. No, it's been pretty quiet, right? <laughs> so I've I've been fantasizing, and we've had some conversation around it, just not in great depth on on how I can tap into that part of my part of myself with just you and I right now. Yeah, and I've always asked you about your fantasies too, right? I mean, mm-hmm. there's there's constantly been a, a conversation about that. It's how one of the ways that we entered the lifestyle was talking about fantasy. And, you know, one of the fantasies, apparently, you had mentioned to me early on that, you know, you had some fantasies about, you know, taking your love of sex and, and making it a job. Yeah. Um, whether it was this dancing, because you're an amazing dancer. So, like, dancing, and then you said, you know, you even thought about doing porn. I did. I, probably way younger than I I should have, but it was something like, do you ever, like, stop and visualize yourself in that situation and what that would be like? When I would do that, I was like, oh, yeah, I could, yeah, that would totally make me happy. I could totally see myself doing it. Huh. And it, <laughs> I remember verbalizing it to one of my girlfriends. They're like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I was like, what? It looks like a, a great time. Yeah, I mean, what was the allure for you? Why did you why did you think that that would be a good idea? So I think it speaks to a few things. So there's my, you know, exhibitionist side, right? I, I love putting on a show, especially for you, mm-hmm. you know, that, that feeds something for me. And, you know, you have maybe a little bit of a voyeur thing. We, we kind of have the hot wife thing going on. Mm-hmm. So I, I think in a lot of ways, it kind of takes all of our kinks, and, and what we, we like in the lifestyle and puts them 
in another situation where we could leverage those kinks. Huh. I don't know. I think it's a pretty cool idea. I mean, yeah. on so, its face. So lately I've been thinking about it and I'm like, wow, I, I think I really, I, I really want to do this. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and, and is this actually executable? So you did some digging. I did. And it sounds like there is an opportunity that I could actually pr have a professionally produced porn done. Like it could be a thing. Yeah. Turns out, <laughs> turns out it's a possibility. I mean, the idea, at least from my perspective, was, you know, how many hot wife couples are out there and, mm -hmm. you know, stag vixen, uh, even cut couples, where the, the guy, his fantasy, his porn star is his wife. Mm -hmm. And w wouldn't it be amazing to have a legitimate mm -hmm. porn that starred her as a well-produced, right. you know, uh, you know, scened, you know, the whole shebang. Uh, but then... You know, ideally, you know, it's she's not doing this, and then you know, next thing you know, your your father's watching it on right, on, exactly, you know, exactly. It's your video; you own it. Yeah, I mean, I love the idea of getting you know hair and makeup done, and having like the right lighting and the right outfit and the right set and the right you know partner or partners to be able to do this. You know, we've talked about like the the fly in the wall, you mm -hmm. know, sexual encounter and your home video, which is great. But I think this would really take it up a few notches for me. So, yeah. and I, I want to make a few things perfectly clear. This is not for public consumption. <laughs> like, it's not being put out there into the world. This is for private use, so just for us. So, and like I said, I think we have this relationship dynamic where it would serve us really well. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'd be super nervous. But I think it's one of those things I've thought about so much. I can pull the ripcord and jump out of the plane. Like, I can actually do this. Wow. Yeah. Well, and why the hell not? I'm not going to be as young as I am today, tomorrow. Right. Yeah, so if this true. is something I really want to do, I need to push myself to to find a way to get it done. Because why the fuck not? That's I mean, I certainly agree. Uh, I mean, obviously, as you know, a voyeur, I think that that would be really like the coolest Christmas present ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be, so you would get off on that. Oh, That'd be awesome. Yeah. OK. That's that makes me feel a little more comfortable. Yeah, that would be super cool. Now, I'm curious how this thought, like, came to be. Well, I mean, it's because, on my end, we've talked about, you know, the little, you know, hot wife video and, and the fly on the wall. So that's part of it. Tapping into some of my previous fantasies, that's part of it. And also, I mean, it's it's something to encourage, you know, the deep sexual desires I still have that kind of feel a little repressed with everything going on in the world. I know that's the same old damn song that, you know, everyone's saying and feeling. So I'm just trying to get creative and how to leverage that in a safe environment. Cause I'm also a dermaphobe. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So You're definitely a dermaphobe. <laughs> so it's not like I'm just, I can just go pick up anyone or any group of people and have, and do this. That's, that's not my ideal. No, it probably needs to be, you know, the whole testing pool and professional. Yeah. Like, curated. Yeah. Like a real experience exactly exactly and i don't even know like i guess there's there's platforms or or companies that you bring your own dick or bring your own person yeah there's a few of those out and there. then there's ones that are set up to kind of do the testing pool yeah. so where you can go in and 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 look at you know headshots and descriptions and have conversations with people before you get on set to work with them yeah i mean you're basically hiring an actor yeah but I mean, that's, I mean, it's not going to be cheap, I'm sure. Yeah. But yeah. it's a really, I think it's a really compelling idea and a concept that, 
if it were a real thing, I think they would be busy. I think I think so too, and I think this, the crazy. demographic, like the the target clientele, are are going to be people like me. I, I don't see them opening this up to men because they just want to use it to right. fuck a porn that's just star. A, that's just a prostitution so ring. No, this is I'm, totally different. I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of like triage of, are you the right client to do this? Yeah, I, well, I think that's pretty straightforward. Now, yeah. I mean, is it still is it still shooting a porn if no one ever gets to see it? You know, that's a great question. I don't know. Because in my head, it's built out just like a a, a really nice porn set would be you know I'm, I'm thinking like real production here and and i'm not trying to degrade any other porn out there but we do see a lot like if i were to go to you know you porn or x get x hamster and you see the, the professional ones some of them are you know someone's studio in their basement yeah and then there's the ones you can tell this is like a legit set mm -hmm. you know what i mean and i'm thinking that's more of the avenue i want to take oh that makes a lot more sense i mean because yeah. if you think about well, and also, I mean, I bet everyone listening to this right now has taken some pictures with their iPhone sure. or some video with their iPhone and of a blowjob or whatever. Sure, and it's great quality. Yeah. I just really want to up the ante. If I'm going to do it, I want to go balls to the wall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, in my head, yeah, it's still it's still porn. It's just not, you know, it's it's private. It's private, right? Okay. Well, so let's let's talk about it. We're gonna dig in okay. to Mallory's fucked up psyche. Yes, now. yes, we are. But I want to pose you one question. Uh oh. Knowing what you know right now, if you could kind of set the scene or give me some parameters for what you think you'd like to see, do you have any suggestions or? Ooh, uh, yeah, definitely on the spot for that one. Uh, you know, I guess for me. Uh, you obviously being the star of the show is the most important thing, which, you know, is, I mean, that's obvious. Mm -hmm. uh, I definitely uh, would like to see you uh, do MFM. I think that would be. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I think that, because it's something you've never done. So it would, your first time would be captured in great detail, which okay. would be kind of hot. Uh, I think that would be pretty cool. If I were, like, creating my own version of it. All right. That's that's funny, and I'm glad you said that because I'm going to get into the details, uh -huh. but what I found myself is setting storylines. Oh, yeah? <laughs> like a fucking movie. Like, I, I'm, I'm, it was, it was so funny to look back at the first round of notes that I did because I was like, this isn't fucking Lifetime or Hallmark Channel. Like, I don't need all this background story. Oh, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> it was... Uh, like, you you were writing, like, backgrounds on I the was, characters? Oh, here we go. Okay, so I'm going to... I have to flip to my other notes, but you are just going to lose your shit. Oh, uh, I can't wait. Well, so, so another one that I think would be cool, by the way, if we were going to do one, because I'm just spitballing now, is uh, maybe, like, the, the MILF next door. Oh. Like, that would be a the, fun the one, slutty too. neighbor? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, and that would, you know, it's maybe your your partner is is a little younger, and you know, it's you that know, would fit into the MFM too. Yeah, pool boy mowing the lawn, you know, whatever that kind of thing. But, Ooh, yeah. oh, see, you're gonna, I think you're gonna be really good at this, <laughs> and I think I'm, I need help, and here's why. All right, let's hear so, your perverted storyline that you wrote for your porn. All right, we're gonna start with the one that's gonna make you laugh the most. Okay. Okay, but it, it this is a fantasy of mine, but this is where I went off the deep end and, and got way too worried about the details and it's almost like sex didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of the whole point. We had pizza. 
So it's like a damsel in distress. That's a, that's a good way to, to describe it. So I have a thing with firefighters and, and cops and, and military, like first responders and, and civil servantry. So in my head, I was like, mm, you know, I used to fantasize about what if my apartment caught on fire or there was a fire somewhere. Not that I want to set the fire. I'm not that kind of person. I can see the studio not liking this and set already. I know. I know. They're like, yeah, fire bad. Fire really, really bad. <laughs> But like this, this sexy firefighter in full fucking gear comes in to rescue me, right? So in my notes here, um, you know, maybe I've just showered, so I'm already like wet and naked, and and they're coming in to save me. But we get blockaded, and like something collapses in the hallway after he, you know, breaks into my apartment uh-huh. door, and then we're both stuck there. There's a gap in how we don't die <laughs> during the fire. <laughs> Gonna need Let's a little suspension of disbelief. Um, but you know, having this dialogue about, oh no, I'm so cold, and he has to get naked, and then I'm hot, and then somehow we end up having sex. But the notes kind of go down like more of a sensual, like forbidden fruit, damsel in distress kind of sensual love. It, it and it's it it was barely a soft core porn. <laughs> So and it's kind of I f- need fulfilling a last wish kind of thing. Right? Yes. So like if we're going to die here. My what are we last, do? my last note is talk to someone who could help me fuck a firefighter in a porno <laughs> because that whole like dialogue didn't happen. Like in my head, it's hot, but I don't know how to build out the scene. Mm-hmm. So I, I scratched that one. I was like, all right, what else can we do? Let's, let's make it a little easier. Mm-hmm. You had mentioned, you know, the slutty neighbor. I went right to, I'm going to be an escort. Oh, wow. I would just go ahead and own it. And here's what I like about this one. There's a certain level of confidence you have to have as a sex worker, mm-hmm. right? Um, it also exudes that you have an immense amount of experience. Obviously, you're going to be very good at your job. And I kind of like that. Um, I have no problem taking control mm-hmm. or being the more dominant in the situation, but it's not my style on a normal basis. So I would love to put up a scenario where maybe, you know, it's, it's, I have one date or it's like a bachelor party situation, which oh, wow. I know you're looking at me like, hmm, we just talked about MFM. I'm like, why not up the ante? Why not three or four? Why not? That's, yeah. Yeah. That's gangbang territory. Yeah. And it actually opened up my mind a little more going, okay, what kind of scenarios? Am I the one that, you know, makes them feel more comfortable? Are they nervous? Or do I just walk in there and literally take them all by, you know, the shirts and throw them down and have my way with all of them? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's I just think totally out of my character in some it ways. It is. It's really out of your character. Yeah. I mean, gangbang is way out of your character anyway. Yes. So that would definitely be fantasy territory for you. Yes. Yeah. But I'm not going to lie. I'm getting a little tingly thinking all these like nice dicks just hanging out <laughs> waiting for me. Like, you know. <laughs> but. I, and I had to go back and I watched a couple porns that had uh, primary female with three, four, five guys. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I did notice is like player four or five sometimes were like waiting in the background, like um, the old like ninja movies, like the, oh, the, the guy, fight circles, the, the fight circles where they were waiting in the background, <laughs> like for their turn. And I'm like, I, you know, it, it seems awkward that they're not in there kicking ass too. Yeah. Right. So like logistically, I still got to work that out, but I, I kind of like it. It's super obvious. It's not as creative, mm-hmm. but it, it, it got my brain in 
the right mentality, I think, to dig a little deeper. Deeper, Because I wasn't even, in the previous one, my Lifetime movie, um, it, no point of view, no positions. You know, I, I couldn't really dig into it. So I think it tapped into a, a more of a central emotional part of my brain where this one is like super slut part of my brain. Yeah. I mean, that's you know, they're definitely very, they're very that's straight up raunchy. Yeah. Which is awesome. I mean, I think it would be a lot of fun and I think you'd probably very much enjoy it as yeah. long as you can like the people. Yeah. And, in, and the other side of that, I was thinking, you know, there's different scenes depending on how the porn is, you know, produced and formulated. There's usually more than one scene. So mm-hmm. there's, there's an opportunity to tie in other dialogue to do something, you know, else that attaches to it. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. Like, so the, the sex with the group happens and, and, and maybe, you know, somebody's still hungry. I don't know. I don't know how to tie it in, but I think that there's an opportunity there. Do you have any ideas around that one? Well, actually I'm taking notes. What now. might actually, <laughs> might actually be a really neat kind of theme to the whole video itself is mm-hmm. like maybe you went away for a weekend vacation from home. Uh-huh. And when you went away for your weekend vacation, this was your journey of your weekend, right? So like what and then <gasps> like chapters yes. with different events. Exactly. Oh, you're so good at this. And then you come back at the end of the in the end of the video is you like walking back into the house. Hi honey, I'm home. Yeah. Right. Like it's just like a complete you were supposed to go do one thing and this is what happened. That's funny you said that because the one thought I had after like the bachelor party or, or uh, being a, a sex worker uh, part of the conversation was even though it would be an actor walking through the steps of what it's like to come back as a hot wife. Oh, yeah. In, but with somebody else that's not you. Oh, that would be super fun Hi, too. Kind of a little bit of a mind fuck. I yeah. mean, it's like, is that a little like inception porn? A little bit? A lot no? of it, actually. Okay. Yeah, it's like that's layered. <laughs> that's really crazy. So basically, you'd be coming back as a hot wife, but you wouldn't be coming back to me. Yeah. That would be really crazy. Yeah. That's really hot. Would you be interested in oh, watching yeah, fuck that? Yeah, awesome. Okay, it's still a one-on-one. But again, my, my mind got to thinking about like the different positions. You know, I love being on top. Mm-hmm. And there's something about the view you get when a girl's on top, but she's kind of lean, lean forward, not laying like right on his chest. Mm-hmm. But just like... That slow motion and then the rabbit fucking from the bottom starts. Oh, yeah. and oh. <laughs> Like, I, I need to go masturbate now. <laughs> Anyone wonders what my search for when I look at porn. Hmm. There you there go. You go. <laughs> That's a good one. That's Mallory's a winner a for me. a twisted bitch, folks. So, and I, I, did a, I did a couple standard ones. Like, I'm not like the, the teacher school girl thing, mm-hmm. but the professor. I've always had a thing or a fantasy about professors and like the silver foxes. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. And in my head, that's more of a maybe a little more bondage and impact play. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I need a better grade or whatever. The, the storyline's a little irrelevant. Irre- Does anyone care? No, I don't <laughs> think so. But I went right to being bent over like a mahogany desk. You know, my, my pants are pulled down or my skirt's pulled up. And, you know, my hands are being bonded and, you know... I, I, I've been bad, and so I, I need a few spankings. Oh, yeah. yeah. A little punishment. Yeah. And, yeah, and a little denial. Yeah. That one got really twisted really fast. Yeah, those are awesome, though. I mean, and, the, you know, it, the funny thing is, I know before we recorded this, and by the way, guys, this is the first time I'm hearing any of this, yeah. just so you guys know. Oh, yeah, we didn't preface that. So I've been keeping this on lo- under lock and key because, I mean, this is weeks in the making of these these ideas. Yeah. And I didn't want to spoil them. I, I really wanted your honest opinion 
yeah. and, and honest reactions. Because, like, some of the stuff I wrote down is kind of ridiculous. Like, I get shipwrecked like Gilligan, and I end up on a deserted island with a tribe of, like, lesbians who just have their way with me. <laughs> Don't okay, think that's, that's executable. Okay, it's not executable, but I was like, that sounds like fun. Hooligans like, Island. Yeah. <laughs> right. Hooligans. Hooligans. Yeah. Oregons? I don't know. Uh, and yeah, so, you know, you said some of them were out there and probably not doable. And that yeah. that's probably hard to do because it's a completely different set than the other sets that you were looking it at. It really is. And I think maybe I'm working it backwards. I'm looking at the storyline of situation where I, I did better when I framed it out and go, how many partners and what does that scenario look like to me, right? Mm-hmm. And then kind of building it out from there and then putting the creative oomph on it. Because maybe starting even with some of the, the POV, like what do I want to see on the screen sexually? Mm-hmm. Like how many positions can they eat my pussy in and how many positions can I suck dick in? And I mean, it, that sounds really raunchy and maybe a little degrading. I don't mean it that way. But I'm trying to figure out how to maximize and get the most benefit out of this. Because I really do want to move forward with it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a thing. I, and I think it's, I mean, I, I've thought it was a great idea. I mean, I floated it to you like a year ago. Wouldn't this be neat if this existed? Yeah. And then it's gone downhill from there. <laughs> I've been thinking about it ever since. Like, what if it could? And and how does that look? Yeah. Well, and again, it, it looks like it's, it's a real possibility at this point. So I think uh, you're... Building scripts is probably a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> to a point, to a point. I need to stop with like the the cerebral stuff and, and get my head out of there. You yeah. know, like again, I you don't want to watch the Lifetime movie version of my porn. <laughs> no, I don't think any, definitely anybody's not. into the Lifetime definitely version. Definitely not. You know, like, tell me about your feelings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, you know, the interesting thing, I guess, is from your perspective as as a wife and, and a, mm-hmm. a partner and a hot wife and all those things uh you know how real how is the possibility do you think you could just completely immerse yourself in that for a day and i mean yeah. is that something that turns you on to think about it does i know myself so there will be reservations and and obviously nervousness but thankfully i I have honed in uh, an ability to kind of turn it on like it's game time, it's show time. Mm-hmm. And I allow myself to be present. To me, 10 years ago, probably couldn't have done that. Oh. Couldn't have tapped. I would have gotten way too lost in um, self-doubt and self-consciousness and hesitation, you know. Um, I, I think I can. But I don't know that I can do it with you on set. Like, here's the other thing I thought about. Would I be able to do this knowing you're not in the room and would that be better? And I think, yeah, I think it'd actually be better because I don't want you to look behind the curtain. Yeah. You know, I kind of want to do this and for me, but part of the benefit is going to be watching you watch it for the first time or hearing about you watching it for the first time. Mm. But I don't know that I want you far away either. (laughs) Does that make sense? Like, I don't want to fly halfway across the country and be like, see you later. I'll let you know how it goes when I get back. I mean, because I think having knowing that you're around or or there would put me at ease. Oh. Because you're my person. Yeah. Yeah. You're my (laughs) whoopee. Well, yeah. And I mean, ideally, I mean, depending on where these things go down, there's they're usually somewhere kind of fun. 
right? Vegas, California. That's true. South Florida. Yeah. Make so. a whole weekend of it. Why not? Well, how great Assuming would it be? you can sit down. I was going to say, you may need to get me one of those little scooters with the, <laughs> the donuts and be on standby with a couple of frozen bag of peas. I don't know. Right. It depends on how well your yeah. weekend goes. Yeah. So a lot of video that we see, a lot of certainly porn that we see out there uh, always ends in, you know, the girl on her knees and just getting cum all over her face. A lot of them do, yeah. yeah I don't know that's how I want to, I don't know. Yeah, and okay. that's, so my question is, is that, does that turn you on to end your scenes that way? How would it turn you on to end your scenes? <gasps> oh, Or I what mean, are the different ways? Because, I mean, you, we're talking about several scenes here, it sounds like. In a perfect world, which I don't think is going to be the situation here, it really depends on how it's set up, mm -hmm. you know. I'd love the cream pie, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably my preferred yeah. Um, I don't mind, you know, the whole coming in the face, but I think, um, I don't know. I don't think that does anything for you either. Like, I don't mind it, and it, it'll probably be part of it because I, there's parts of me that enjoy it a little bit, but it's like um, the end of the the night at Disney, and you watch all the fireworks, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't it's know like fireworks, common. but liquid. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's how I wanted to end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I mean, I think well, and I think yeah. that kind of goes back to the whole thing. If you're shooting a legit video, it's not like lifestyle at that point. Lifestyle, it's you know safety first and all that stuff. And right. but if you're shooting the legit video and you're you're choosing your partner very specifically, yeah. and testing and all that stuff. I mean, I suppose that makes that a lot more viable. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, and it's again a one shot deal. Pardon the pun. But what about, I mean, what are your, like, if you, if let's say that they came back and said you can shoot two scenes, mm -hmm. what would your top two be? Well, that's, that's going to be hard because when I, I think it needs to be executable, I actually like the MFM, like, suggestion you had. Yeah. Because I kind of worked that in, which is how the, the, the sex worker lady of the night came to be. And it mm -hmm. started with two. And I was like, fuck it. If I'm going to go for two, I might as well do four or five. Right like, not. Yeah, right. You know, let's <laughs> go pause the wall. It's probably going to cost me my retirement fund because there's a lot of actors. <laughs> but <laughs> why not? You only live once. That's true. I, I think I like the MFM, but no, I love my girls. So I would love to work having not just a like primary girl on girl play. I want that to be part of the, the dynamic. Mm-hmm. You know, um, to be fucked and, and to fuck another girl or at least have some interaction because I, I love my ladies, but maybe not have that be the primary role. Hmm. I'd like to work that in just for my own personal benefit, but I wouldn't be unhappy if it's just me and another male actor or me, you know, an MFM scenario. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe there's a muse in there somewhere, like, you know, the, the cute neighbor girl, you know, watching and, and helping to facilitate and fluff. I don't know. No kidding. But I, I'm, I don't know how to eloquently add in chick play. I mean, yeah. Oh, that's so any other like, I mean, if if you're going through and you're picking. Uh, I mean, first of all, I mean, is there a size requirement? Are you going to go big? You going to go smaller? So oh, I'm Goldilocks all the way. Yeah, yeah, not too big, not too small, just right. <laughs> yeah, Goldilocks board. Yeah. All right, so now we're going to do like the three bears and the Goldilocks <laughs> thing. Is that going to be one of your? Well, scenes? and here's the other thing: I don't know if I want to include anal or not. That was my next question. Yeah, is because size will matter in that equation, <laughs> big time. <laughs> you know, I and I would love to do DP. Yeah, but I'll be perfectly honest. I haven't done it yet because I've been really scared. 
Yeah. I've been terrified to do DP. And it sounds like when I masturbate, I think about it. It sounds really good. But I'm just, I get too nervous even if the opportunity arises and I want to execute. I don't know what it is. I don't know what I think is going to happen or, or why I stop myself. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I need to talk to my therapist about that. <laughs> Uh, you have a therapist? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the dog, but right. <laughs> no. Honestly, none of that really sounds like yeah. it's not doable. Yeah. I mean, if you're doing MFM anyway, yeah. you're probably going to end up doing DP. I also kind of want want two two penises in my mouth at the same time. That yeah. sounds great. Just <laughs> you, know? you haven't done that either. Uh, one time. Did you? Uh, yeah, well, I think we were all pretty drunk. Okay. And I was like, this is the best ever. <laughs> That's awesome. Good for you. I mean, it probably didn't sound like that because obviously I had two dicks in my mouth. Yeah. But check you mm-hmm. out. You're awesome. Yeah. I'm stunned. Uh, I think that it is it is a very doable thing. Yeah. Uh, and I think for hot wave couples, mm-hmm. again, stag vix and uh, cut couples, they're probably going to go crazy for it. Yeah. I mean, it's really legitimately a opportunity to create something that lasts a really long time. It's not just some you know, cheesy amateur video. and That's true. Because my other concern was, okay, if we do this, privacy is a big thing with us. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I don't, I don't want this to be on the ether. I don't want like my, you know, my family or my brothers or something to find this and be like, oh my God, that's my sister. Yeah. Um, She's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Willis. Uh, the, the whole privacy, like um, proof of destruction, like is that, was that a thing? All these other questions came into play. And, and like you said, I think it is executable. There's, it sounds like there's something developing in our area even. Yeah. That we could potentially. It's, and you know, I think the hardest part for any of this is where does your partner or partners for this come from? Because you see a lot of people, I mean, there was, I think uh, Kate and Daryl had somebody on in Australia whose whole thing was setting up gangbangs. Like you actually paid the guy to go out and, and interview people and have them on site. And that, that's a service in Australia. That's awesome. It, yeah. It's awesome that somebody does that. But in, you know, when it comes to this, the whole idea is if you're a porn star for a month, you join the testing pool, you get tested regularly weekly, and now you're in the testing pool after a certain period of time. And now you have, you know, effectively, you know, agents, actors to choose from uh-huh. uh and the way you know i guess the whole way the whole thing works is yeah. you're not paying them to you know have sex you're paying them for the rights to the video gotcha and that's they come and you know you uh, okay then so because the sex work laws and whatever. yeah exactly yeah, 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 yeah i get what you're saying prostitution because the other thing i was thinking about i was like okay obviously there's an interview process that has to happen because it's not like like you just hire them and they show up on the set same day and like all right let's bang it out yeah, well, I like mean, for some people, it probably works out that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's 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 fair. But I kind of want them to be cool with me, too. Like, yeah. you know, I kind of want them to want to fuck me. Yeah. Well, Does that make sense? I don't think it's been a, I don't think it'll be a problem. I know what I you look know. like. Like, we don't have to be best friends forever, you know, right. but I kind of want them to want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's too much of an issue. And it, it really does seem like it's something that could actually happen. Uh, you know, what do you think that something like that's worth financially? Um, what would I value or pay for it? Or what do you think the what market would, you va- would value or pay for it? I mean, I think that the companies that shoot it have an expectation of revenue, especially if they're doing a good job. Uh, and what that expectation God, of revenue is. I don't is, know. Like if I just had to spitball, 
I mean, it's not going to be cheap. No. It's definitely like five to seven grand, maybe five yeah. grand. Maybe. I'm thinking probably somewhere in the depending realm of five on grand. how like how much goes into it, and then that could be totally undervalued for all I know. Mm-hmm. Depending on you know equipment and you know where the set is filmed and how many actors and everything else and what I what do I need to bring to the table? Is is it all inclusive? Where like hair and makeup, you know, um, outfits, lingerie, which will probably won't be much. Um, Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Or do I bring all that myself? I don't know. You know, we sell lingerie. That's not going to be a problem. <laughs> Excellent point. That's awesome. So, uh, slut actualization, you have... I'm getting there. And there's more to come. This is developing, so I'd be happy to come back, you know, in a month or two and just do a little, like, update on where we're at with this. Yeah. How like, do you feel about that? I'm fine with it. Yeah. yeah. I think it's really neat. I think it's a, a cool idea. I don't think it's for everybody. No. Uh, no, definitely not for everybody. And I, again, I'm super nervous about sharing this because I don't know how people are going to take it. Uh, you know? It's a fantasy right now. Uh, and I think that the only way that this sort of thing happens is with a certificate of destruction that, you know, the studio, whenever it's shot, yeah, once it's handed over to you, it's destroyed. It doesn't exist yeah. anymore. Agreed. Um, I think those kind of things are going to go a long way to giving people the the security and this and the satisfaction of knowing that their personal and most private data. I mean, this is more private than your social security number. You don't want this getting out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, That's my, my, my butthole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Legit. So, but to know that you're able to make that leap and have that fantasy and then experience it, rock it. And then, yeah, I, I'm inside. I actually am really excited about it. Like if this could happen, I want it to. And so, Finding a way to put forth the money, you know, if I was going to improve myself personally by going back to school or hell, even getting a boob job, would I invest it that much money in that? My my answer is yes. So why would I devalue this fantasy or this desire any less? Yeah. Now I'm going to get fucking flambasted for comparing making my own porn to going back to school. <laughs> but... I don't think so. I think you know, I, I think the sentiment is there. Okay. You know, it's it's investing in yourself, investing and in right. being able to tell yourself that this was a fantasy that you had since being a kid mm-hmm. and you found a way to experience it without sacrificing or compromising uh, you know, your job, your life, your, you know, everything yeah. it didn't cuz you know, porn has a stigma, right? When it gets out there oh, yeah. and it makes it harder for these these ladies to get a job and harder for them to be socially accepted in their communities. Yeah. Uh, I think I mean, it's come a long way, but it's not it there. It has. <laughs> it's you know, not it's still taboo. But the fantasy of being a porn star for a day. I bet there are a lot of women out there that have it. I bet there's a lot of guys oh who my would God. go off on it. Oh my god. I just like thinking about it like I if they could make me look half as good. Yeah. You know, with the lighting and and the sets and the hair and you know, all of that stuff and teaching me how to position myself. So, cause I could use that down the road. If I, if I'm, you know, hooking up with like a single dude yeah, and I remember, Ooh, this angle looked really good mm-hmm. based on the camera position, which is not something you want to, you know, be in your mind the whole time you're having sex with them, but like to have a little bit of wherewithal to really get that, that good angle, you know? Yeah. It's an investment long term as well. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because it's, you know, kind of points you in that direction. And I mean, you probably learn a lot in the course of doing that about lighting, right? And yeah. And what I, positions work. I'm and, so naive to it, honestly. Right. Yeah. That's really, really, really cool. Now, uh, I guess one last question and then we'll bounce out of here and come back. Uh, I think we've got some new toys to talk about here at the end. Okay. Uh, but do you think you'd come? Would you get off doing it? 
Mm. I think the first one is going to be the most challenging, and then once that goes, then yeah, it'll it'll follow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as I immerse myself in the experience, I don't think I'll have a problem coming. Oh, and then the waterfall starts. It may be kind of habitual, like. And that's the other thing, like, how do I just come anytime I want? Or do we have to set the scene to kind of, all right, now do this position. And when you can come, come. Like, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Depends on your director, I guess. I I won't be there. I can't tell you. I don't know. (laughs) Well, uh, I guess this is uh, this is slut actualization. It's, you know, Mallory's impression and her thoughts on her first porno. Uh, Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I'm. Extremely, Are you hard? I'm extremely interested in this. Are you a little bit aroused? Oh, uh, yeah, very much so. Yeah? That, uh, that's, that's hot. You're a twisted, twisted girl. Sometimes. You are. Well, you want to tell everybody how to find us? We'll come back in a minute with a couple of pieces of new information on a couple of new toys that just showed up here in the Casual Swinger Studios in beautiful <laughs> Orlando, Florida. All right. We're uh, Casual Swinger everywhere. Find us at casualswinger.com or you can reach us at podcast at casualswinger.com. Hey, if you love us and want to say something nice, feel free to uh, find us on uh, iTunes and leave a review. You can also find us on social media. That's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And love us, want to date us. That is Double Date Nation, SLS, SDC, Cassidy, and Quiver. That'll do it. We'll be back just after this. You've been listening to Casual Swinger. They are back, and <laughs> we're going to talk uh, Toy Box, which is something that we've talked about more, obviously, since we started the Toy Story. It's always been called Mallory's Toy Box, but today, it's our Toy Box. Yeah, I mean, guys need equal opportunity, right? We do. Yeah. And, you know, some of this comes from, uh, we did some work with the Joneses at We Got a Thing mm-hmm. uh, for their guys group, mm-hmm. and it was so great just being a part of that experience and talking to the guys and talking about male sex toys and just having an open conversation which i'm so glad you guys are doing well it was it was an honor to be invited they have such a great community at we got a thing uh, and it was really cool of them to invite me and let me talk guy sex toys but the toy that we're going to talk about uh today on the guy side is is not something we talked about when we did that thing no thing. it's actually really interesting so what is you have it in your hand right now what is I that do. called this is called the Ion, and it's by ArcWave. So ArcWave is a WowTech company, and WowTech has brought us, you know, hits like Womanizer mm-hmm. and the Wee Vibe, uh-huh. uh, which you know they make a lot of what we call pressure toys. So yes. some people call them suction toys. That is a misnomer. These are pressure air technologies. Matter of fact, the uh, trademark term for it is pleasure air, mm. and the pleasure air technology is very similar to the technology that's in the Womanizer. Uh, this is a stroker that you pull over your penis and it it's it's called silencer technology. So what happens is it doesn't make any noise until you put something in it. Okay, so like my Womanizer Premium, like when I put pressure on it, that's when it, even if it's on, it doesn't start vibrating or doing its thing until it touches my skin and I put pressure on it. Exactly. Okay. And the whole idea of the arc wave is basically to give a male an orgasm that's very similar to a female orgasm. And it's done by sending seismic shock waves through your penis, basically. Interesting. So it stimulates different nerves entirely 
than a traditional stroker. I was going to say because the stroker is based on friction and, and pressure of itself in a in a you know either twist up and down kind of motion. Exactly. So this is way different. Yep. And this is entire entirely designed to stimulate the nerves in your frenulum, which is the underside of your dick, just under oh, the head. Oh, look at you getting all like medical and technical over there. Yeah, right. And I think the thing that really stood out to me about this toy when I first took it out of the box, first of all, the box was super high end. It was like opening an Apple product. I love that about WildTech. They do a great job, not just with boxing, but like with with just the quality in general. Yeah, well, I felt You've... like I was about to have a premium experience when I opened it. Okay. Which I really liked. But then when I put my hands on it, I realized that this silicone that this is made of doesn't feel like any silicone I've ever used before. Really? What, what's different about it? soft and stretchy, but still provides resist, resistance. So I was going to say, it feels like, it's. I don't want to call it stiffer, because it does have flexibility in there, mm -hmm. which you need if you're going to, you know, squeeze it over your cock. Sure. But it but definitely felt good. I mean, it... It's just like, a, I mean, it's a regular stroker if you want it to be. You can yeah. jerk off with it. Now, what I like about that, this is kind of something we've noticed with other toys we've used for you. Because you're a little bit longer, mm -hmm. that thing's open-ended. It is. And that's so, helpful. Yeah. So that you can put, you know, you can place it as far down as the base of your penis if you want to. Yeah. And, well, another thing that I like about it, the sides are a firmer silicone. And the top is a stretchier silicone, which means for guys that are a little bit thicker like I am, mm -hmm. I can actually fit oh, inside it. Oh, so that's it. where the give. So it the actually, give is up here, yeah. So it's it's two different maybe compounds, Yes, I guess, so that it stretches at that top part versus at the sides. It so does. The sides still give you pressure as well as the bottom. Mm -hmm. and Interesting. while I only played with it for a minute, it definitely has a really unique sensation. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's kind of meant to just kind of put it on and hold it there to really get the maximum benefit out of it. But you can masturbate with it. It's really, really easy to clean, too. And I really like this. So Oh, this, it's two pieces. It's two pieces. The silicone part that you put your penis in pops off, and you can just you can wash it, you can throw it in the dishwasher, whatever you want to do with it. It's very safe and very hygienic in that regard, and all of the electrical bits stay away from the water, and they're over here. Interesting. So it is not a waterproof toy, uh, but it is a really unique design. It is called the ArcWave by Ion. We do carry it on casual toys. I do think this is a recommend. I think that for people that have a very sensitive frenulum area, they are going to love this toy. Now, where's the frenulum? Because I want to be friends with it. <laughs> it's under the head of the penis. Okay. So that's that's the area that you like licking. So yes, it's the it's <laughs> when I when I give advice on giving you a blowjob, I'm like, this is where he's most sensitive. Yeah. And it's that like one and a half inch by one inch patch under the tip of your dick on Just the bottom side. Exactly where this sits. Yeah. Yeah, so. that's really fucking neat. And it does it it does look like you said a, a premium toy. Yeah, it is a very premium toy. But speaking of premium toys, you have a premium piece of metal in I your hand. Do. What do you have? So I have uh the Doxy one. This is the R three. Three R. Three R. Okay, I'm dyslexic, my apologies. <laughs> um and there we've been seeing a lot of good reviews and feedback on it. Um this is made in the UK. Yes. And we do carry it on our store and this is the rechargeable version. So it's got um, the little port on the bottom, um, USB charger, so it's pretty easy. You know, I think it came with a charge. I did charge it for a little bit, but I used it two, three times yesterday. Yeah. And it did a great job. Um, like you said, the packaging was really nice. It's about, I don't know, maybe just a little more than half the size of my Hitachi Magic Wand. Yes. So it's not, I wouldn't call it compact or mini. Um, it's probably closer to a standard size, but not as large. So what's cool about this is it's got 9,000 RPMs that the motor provides as far as uh, the stimulation. So it's actually stronger 
than my Hitachi Magic One, which plugs into the wall. I don't have the rechargeable version of that one. Um, and when it came in the packaging, it was this like badass aluminum silver tube that looked wow. futuristic. I was like, holy shit. Um, so the bottom like unscrewed and that's where the cable and cord was. And then you unscrew the top and then the, the wand slides out. So this one's in matte black. Um, they do have another version that's like a, a an aluminum. Yeah, or, they have a blue and a red. And okay. a few others, but the matte black was kind of a special edition. Yes. So, um, so a couple of things. So the head, um, it's like a high quality silicone, but it's not. It's it's pretty stiff, which I actually like. If if you look at my wand collection and the ones I use most frequently tend to have a stiffer head. Mm-hmm. Um, the neck is actually pretty stiff too which I also like because if they're too loose, they give too much bend Mm -hmm. and then you lose control over where you're applying pressure. Mm. Right. And if you're applying light pressure, the silicone, even though it's stiff, it's got a very, very soft feel if I were to rub my finger over it. Mm -hmm. So if I'm just doing some teasing motions down there, it it doesn't feel abrasive or it, and I don't have to put a lot of pressure on there in order to feel it. So it's it's really really great. I wouldn't call it a quiet toy, mm-hmm. per se. It's not silent, but it's not you know my magic wand probably makes more noise than this. No In kidding. fact, I know. So I'm gonna turn it on, and it starts. This one's a little different. It starts at like medium, instead oh. of low or high. Okay. Because some of my toys, I have to remind myself will start on high. So mm. don't like turn it on and then put it on my pussy. Yeah, because that's that that quite a shock. So. And it's just like a a light pressure oh, to yeah. turn it on. But you can hear that the motors, yeah. It's actually really, really cool. And what I love, it's it's only three buttons, plus, minus, and power. Mm-hmm. So the power, it's a very, very light touch to it to turn it on and off or to change the settings. It, um, it seems to me that it's quieter than your Hitachi. Oh, yeah. I, th- I definitely think it's quieter than my Hitachi. Despite I was gonna I was going to turn it on before we started recording to confirm, but I think you're right. Yeah. It's, it's definitely quieter. And it's about half the size, it looks. It is. So, again, I I wouldn't call it necessarily compact, but it's definitely uh, more ergonomical, right? Because it doesn't have that long stretch of the the body Mm -hmm. um, where the motor is compared to where the head of it is. So it's a lot easier to use. I think we could probably use this and play together, which after talking dirty to you earlier, that's on the docket. (laughs) Um, But the only thing that I found a little bit different is I could definitely feel the vibration in my hand when I used it. Mm -hmm. So that's a a little bit different. A lot of my other toys, I guess maybe it's because the motor is so strong and where it's located in the toy. It's also a fully metal toy. It is. It's fully metal. So it makes it a little heavier. So I can't break this. Yeah. It weighs (laughs) 1.4 pounds. So it's a little heavier. It's not for the faint of heart, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely a little weighty. And it's expensive. This is a premium toy. So uh, our cost on this one is $209 on the store. and That's about what the Womanizer costs, yeah. Yeah. Well, the ArcWave is $199. So what we talked about here today are two you know, very premium toys. They are. <laughs> but what are your thoughts on it? Do you like it? I do. I'm getting, I'm getting used to it because the motor is so strong. The vibration and the sensation that I get is a little bit different, right? Uh, because it's moving faster. And that mm-hmm. faster movement... Um, you know, my strongest one will so far has been um, the Lilo wand mm-hmm. and the Hitachi. And the Lilo, again, doesn't spin as fast as this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually really like it. I'm a medium to high 
girl when I'm masturbating with these wands. Mm-hmm. This one's probably low. Like I, I didn't get past medium yesterday. Wow. Yeah, it's just got. A, so if you're a horsepower yeah. girl, this is yeah. the wand for you. And I tried it both. Um, I had panties on, so I tried it under my underwear because mm-hmm. I mean this was quick and dirty. I just yeah. wanted to test it out. And then over my underwear, because sometimes having that additional layer, even though it's thin, kind of separates and disperses out Mm -hmm. some of the sensation. And I'm a dirty horse. Sometimes I like to masturbate with my clothes on. Yeah. I'm just saying. Well, that's the high massager thing too, right? The high massager was a clothes on. Yes, exactly. So, well, there you go. So two new toys that are in casual toys right now. One's for the guys. It's called the Arcwave Ion. And that Ion is for sale and available for Purchase right now on casualtoys.com and the Doxy 3R and the 3 Matte Black. Now, both of those are rechargeable wands. Yes. But that's what the R signifies is that it's rechargeable. Mm-hmm. So last question for you, Mallory, before we get the hell out of here. Uh, does rechargeable hurt that thing at all? I mean, is, I is it as powerful so. as everything it else is, despite being it rechargeable? It is literally the most powerful toy I have, period. Yeah. Uh, well, minus the motor bunny. Oh, yeah, that's true. (laughs) Don't kick that motherfucker up to 11 unless you're prepared. That's for experts only. Hold the fuck on. Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. All right. Well, this has been an episode on slut actualization. We threw some sex toys in at the end. We're going to miss all of our friends. If anybody's going in February, Rachel's Rascals, but make sure to get back to us. If you're interested in going in November, that's going to be one hell of a party after the year we had in 2020. And its cousin, 2021, is shaping up to be a shit show, too. No, don't say that. Let's think positive. (laughs) We'll just think positive. Mallory, you want to say bye to everybody? Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. All right. You've been listening to Casual Swinger. Casual Swinger.